Hello, and welcome to my podcast, The Life of a Young Struggling Schizophrenic. Well, I actually have some things prepared to talk about today, and it may be a bit of an explicit episode, so if you're under the age of 18 or whatnot and such forth, go ahead and skip this one out. We're going to be getting into some pretty grimy things that might not need to be heard by everybody, but feel free to listen if you'd like and you are of the right age. So, I want to talk about a time when I could speak a language without knowing what that language was, but I was able to speak it fluently. I was actually unable to control speaking it at one point. So I'm, I don't recall specifically when I started being able to speak this language. I don't even know what language it was. Uh, one person I spoke to and showed the language to, she told me that it was the ancient language of the light. And I believed her. And I still do to this day believe it was an ancient language of the light. Um, a lot of the times, it started out with Berede Satanya, or something like that. It sounded like Berate Satan. Um, and I, I lost the ability to speak that language or call it forth. I don't know why. But one day, walking around First Hill by St. Uh, James Cathedral... I was uncontrollably speaking this language without being able to turn it off. And then I ran into somebody that I had met before and that I had smoked with and that I had had intercourse with. And this gentleman, he told me the day that we met, he said, you have an aura so bright that it just shines forth and it's golden. And then we ended up messing around or whatever. And I, the next time I saw him, I didn't recognize him because he looked totally different. And he told me uh, about, he said, do you remember me? We had, we had sex and we, we were hanging out and stuff like that. And I could not recall ever having sex with him. Until I remembered about halfway through our conversation. And I was like, oh, now I remember. And he said to me, he said, I wonder why you can't remember that. I don't know for sure. Maybe it's because he actually was Lucifer. And he actually maybe might have been Satan at one point. And perhaps I didn't remember because I was protecting myself. Um, anyways, uh, on the day that I was walking around... St. James Cathedral, and those words were flowing out of my mouth. He came up to me and said something like, Oh, that's annoying. Can't you turn that off? And then I was able to stop talking. And then after that, we smoked on the steps. Again, drug use is a very big part of my history. But it's not part of my life anymore, and no longer will it be a part of my life. I'm done with it. 
but sadly, it does have its role to play in many of my delusions, in many of my hallucinations, in many of my experiences. Drug use does have a big part to play, which is sad. It is. It makes it hard to differentiate from what is real and what is not, from what was actually spiritual and what was actually not. But I also believe that At one point in my life, I used it in a spiritual manner, and I did good with it, but I don't need that part of my life anymore. I don't need that in my life anymore. I wish it had never been a part of my life, but I definitely learned from it. I definitely learned from it and gained experience from it that I can apply to my sober, clean life now. Um, Speaking of sober, clean life... I started seeing my therapist at uh, at a local at Frontier Behavioral Health, and things are going well. My goal is to get on medications to eliminate the voices completely and then taper off those medications so that the voices that come back aren't drug-induced, that they aren't influenced and infiltrated by those evil spirits of the drug use. Then I feel at that point that the voices that I hear will be spiritual and beneficial for me and not as they are now muddled and confused by the past drug use. No longer will they be. When they reintroduce themselves after a period of medication and treatment, they will be healthy voices and healthy spiritual voices. And I guess that's still enough to call it schizophrenia, but it won't be muddled by the demonic forces of the drugs. Um, anyways, that, that language that I spoke, at one point I was living, or not living, but living but not living, meaning residing but not residing, at... Um, at respite outside of part of the University of Washington's Harborview respite program. And I, I heard the staff talking one day and they said, oh, there's no dinner prepared. They didn't bring us dinner. And then all of a sudden they were talking, yes, uh, a member of the Fay died on one of the floors above us at Jefferson Apartments. And the the mortician came to pick up that that member that died. And they had him on a on a stretcher covered with a velvet, red velvet blanket, not a white sheet like they usually use for dead people, a red velvet one. And as they passed in front of me, I began speaking that language and speaking it forcefully and with power. And from their bodies flew their electronics, flew their keys, flew their metal objects. The doors to the van slammed shut and the van locked. And they were unable, like, the language I was speaking was trying to help that member, I believe. And it scared the heck out of some people. And they thought I was being demonic and being evil, but I was not. I, I didn't have... I didn't I didn't know what was going on, but I didn't have a say to say no because it needed to be said and it needed to be done. 
I feel like it was a blessing into his his afterlife. It was it was a a rite of passage for him to go on to the next life. That's my own thoughts and beliefs right now. Anyways, um, after this guy gave me or smoked with me, the the guy that called himself Lucifer or said he was Lucifer at one point and that we can choose which path we take in life, which I do believe we can choose which path we take in life. Um, he ended up going into the hospital for an appointment. And so I went I, and he left his pipe with me. Now, I, I believe that smoking and smoking meth in particular can hold about it a certain demonic ritual, whether you know it or not. It can. And I feel like it's a very dangerous game to get into and a very dangerous thing to meddle with and muddle with. It's best not to smoke at all. It's best not to shoot at all. It's best not to use at all. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have never touched drugs in your life or you have meddled with them but you are clean now, remain so or do not use. It is not worth it. It, it, it sacrifices a piece of who you are and it takes from you and steals from you. So no longer will I be meddling with that or playing with it or inter- or like messing with it. And neither, I pray, I pray, I pray, neither will you. Um, I'm getting all worked up and I don't know why. But, well, actually I do know why because this is a very serious topic. And it's a very serious thing. I believe that the drugs that you get from people can infiltrate your mind and they can try to control you through those drugs. I believe that a dealer passing out any sort of drugs is a dealer trying to get into your brain and get into your body and to take over you. And it is wrong. It is wrong and it is sinful. Who am I to talk about sin, though? I'm, I'm so confused on what is right and what is wrong. But there are some things that I am very firm about, and that is one of them. Drug use is wrong, period. It's wrong to abuse. It's wrong to use. And that's why I get so frustrated with myself. Because when I'm, when I'm relapsing and I'm using these drugs, I feel like I'm selling a part of myself or giving a part of myself away, and it is wrong. No longer shall I live that lifestyle. That's an agreement I have made with myself. It's an agreement I'm going to stick with for the rest of my life and lives after. Or whatever may come after. I will not use drugs anymore. I agree to not use drugs anymore. I agree to not dabble with drugs anymore. So it is said, so it is done. I feel like this podcast has been very heavy. I was hoping to reach an hour long, but it seems like at 
12 minutes in, I've said everything I need to already. And I've, I've announced what I've needed to. I've shared with you my strength, experience, and hope. And I've given a story about part of my thoughts. I want to thank you for sitting in or listening to this podcast for supporting me in the ways that you can by by hearing it and sharing it with your friends and your family and whoever and whomever else. Um, go ahead and feel free to like, comment, subscribe, whatever it may be that you do. And I'll, I'll, you'll hear from me next time. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now.